This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. This will I Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a planet This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Oh my goodness gracious, I didn't have my headsets plugged in. That's why it was so loud. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, uh, it's a uh, Wednesday show. Why is everything so hot? Oh, that's why. Jeff up the ante here on the master. No wonder things have been so high lately. Jeez. I thought I was the only one that was high. Uh, let's turn this down and uh, we're ready for a big show. Yeah. Yeah. There's the Letitia. Uh, what's her name again? Uh, the Letitia King. What's her, what's her, I forgot her name already. Big story out of New York City. Uh, the leftist media just loves it. Once again, uh, Donald Trump. How many, how many strikes can you throw at Donald How many times has he struck out in the eyes of the media? Tomorrow, of course, in The View with a bunch of Yentes, they're going to say, oh, it, we got him now. We got him now. Boy, he, does he sit in their heads or what? They, will do, they won't stop at anything. Of course, you know, we have people, just like Jeff would say, uh, we have people that listen to this show that would say it's a legitimate investigation and that uh, the president should lose all of his business power in the, the city that he essentially he built. Uh, 755. So anyway, uh, that's the big story. Uh, Letitia James, excuse me. She's so proud of herself. Uh, she is the, uh, the district attorney of, the, of uh, the borough of Manhattan. Manhattan's falling apart as far as you know, crim- uh, crime is concerned. But we've got to make sure we take care of the orange man. Ooh, that's most important. Remember how I got this job, Mr. George Seros. I have to pay you back before I take care of the streets of New York. That's most important. Most important. Uh, what else? Okay, so yesterday we talked to one of 18 judge or candidates, I, I should say. Actually, there's eight. Uh, but Kevin Keener was a very good, uh, 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 I guess you could guess, judge or a candidate for Supreme Court judge in the 5th State District. He explained a lot. Young man. He's like 48 years old. Has of children. A couple of yeah, $45 a week. And actually, it makes a hell of a lot more than that. And he explains things. Like I just said, I'm being redundant very, very well. So I didn't know about the difference from one state to the other. And you have someone like Kevin Keener come in and explain it all. You don't feel dumb asking questions. Yeah, I'm a so-called host. I should know this stuff. But for the most part, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, politics in itself is a, is a very, very complex issue. Uh, you could talk about everything from here, there, everywhere. Uh, but when it comes to a judicial and a judges running, or for that matter, you know, law enforcement people like the sheriff, uh, they're not politicians per se. But they are, you know, to a large degree, 
They have to be because, you know, they're, they're vying for the position. These are eight people that want this $200,000 a year job. And most of them, if not all of them, would be pay, taking a pay cut. That I don't under, understand. Of course, it comes with a lot of prestige. You could say that, oh, yeah, I'm getting a pay cut. But are you really? You know, okay, you're taking a pay cut. A lot of people said, well, I'm working for the state now. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah, but I'm getting less money. It's okay, you went from the private sector to the state. Something tells me you leverage things out where you're probably looking a lot prettier. And, and plus, if you s- survive there for 10 to 15 years, you get a heck of a retirement as well. So there's a lot of benefits for taking a pay cut. All right, so the big, big thing that I would really... Okay, someone just sent me an email, so let me get rid of that. The big story of the day that actually started after Monday night's meeting... And again, I would have brought it up, but I'm, I'm so glad that I, I have some time now before Joe calls in at six, uh, 5.30, excuse me. Remember, it is Wednesday. But the big story, once again, is, yes, you guessed it, Cliff Only. Cliff Only comes up, I, I mean, what this whole year has been the year of Cliff Only. And uh, again, for someone that, for the most part, is a regular citizen, and all of a sudden he's a city council person, and it some and I've noticed that in radio business over the years that the less you know sometimes works in your favor. So when Cliff only gets in there, he breaks all the rules. He doesn't deal with protocol, the rules. He, I don't really like rules, Glenn. That's why I've broken them all my life. Uh, but no, it's true. Cliff doesn't live by the same beat of of, of the typical beat of anyone's drum, for that matter. Uh, so he comes up with this wild solution to what he calls a problem. And you know what? In his favor, it is a problem. This past Monday night, he says that, uh, oh, cheapest creepers, I'm, I'm talking about Letitia James. I'm forgetting her own uh, district attorney here. I'm so sorry. Uh, but he says, we need another DA. And uh, they go to uh, uh, Ken Mix, and Ken says, no, you can't do that. Well, you know, it's, it's the, the protocol, whatever he said, uh, always goes through the county. So there's a DA that represents a certain populace, and the city has never had a DA uh, in its entire existence since it became a city in 1869. And I don't know what Cliff said at that, at that point. But, again, my point is this. Cliff just brings up issues that no one, at least in the 33, almost 34 years that I've been here, have ever brought to the table. Some might say it's outrageous. Uh, and, and, and the district attorney herself is feeling the pinch. Or, you know, she doesn't like the publicity or someone from city council or anyone at any level of politics suggest that she's not doing her job to purge out drug addicts. And offenders that, or people don't pay their rent or abuse uh, the properties and whatnot. Cliff just talks out loud, and a lot of other people over the years, especially in their first year as a uh, as a council person, would kind of kind of wait to you know be be heard, you know, wait for the right moment, maybe you know a couple of issues here and there. But nope, Cliff came right out and started fighting for this, that, and the other thing, even if it didn't add up or make any sense at all. So I'm listening to all this, and I'm thinking, oh come on, Cliff, what are you doing? Just stop. This system's been this way all along. And this is no discredit to anyone, including a district attorney. But I think about it, and I don't know how much it would cost. What's the going rate of a, of a district attorney for the city of this size? It's probably, you know, ask Jeff Graham. He'd probably say, oh, at least a buck seventy-five benefits, a couple of points, you know, sounding like a bookie or something. So you've got to figure with everything considered, you know, to, to actually have a district attorney in the city of Watertown represent only cases within the confines of this city one, I'm sure there's a long line of people that would want that gig. And two, you would ha- probably have to dish out at least, like I said, one seventy-five dollars to $200,000 a year. I could be off. I'm sorry if I am. I'm sorry if I'm offending people. But, you know, here it is. Cliff just coming up with the latest idea that came to his head. 
because he's talking to police officers and then he's going to the press and he's telling the press what the police officers tell him and then the press goes back to the police officers and says, no, Moss, we're not commenting and we're never going to talk to Cliff only again. But at the end of the day, Cliff is being an advocate. Now, whether or not that's ever going to happen, my guess it's not. It is amazing, though. Say what you want about Cliff only. He brings up some good points. And here's another one. I saw that story yesterday. Yeah, I heard that story. Sorry. I saw the story of that wicked house two blocks behind the state office building. It is a mess. And I've seen that house come and go. You know, sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it doesn't. And for some reason, I haven't noticed how bad it's become in recent months until I saw the Channel 7 story yesterday. So I'm talking about, what is that? It's Academy Street. I think it's called, I forget the name of that street. But it's right off Academy, behind the state office building. It is a train wreck. There's no doubt about it. And right now, as it is, there is a dumpster in the back, and the dumpster is overflowing with garbage. The, the, the property manager says if they take the dumpster away, it would only get worse. Well, it would be nice. At least they could pick up the stuff that's scattered around the dumpster on a windy day. That's going to create havoc. But that's neither here nor there. But that place is a mess. It's, it's, it's one of the worst-looking properties I've ever seen. And believe me, living here for 34 years, I've seen a lot of bad properties, just like you have. So, okay, on the surface is my point, by the way. Cliff goes out there. He says some outrageous things, like Mo Green did, right? Says some stupid things. But you know what? Maybe there is an overload in our system, thanks to uh, Kathy Hochul. Again, no offense to anybody in the district attorney's office or anyone who represents you know, putting the bad guys away. Uh, because, as stated, we have a higher percentage of arrests and convictions in this, in this city, in this county, than the rest of the state. But is that enough? Because now, all of a sudden, we're seeing a lot of big city problems around here. So it's not a bad idea. If you have an idea of your, of your own, if you think Cliff is crazy, if you thought Cliff was crazy and then you thought about it, uh, can we go into you know, this, the city uh, uh, doctrines and see if this is something that's, that's plausible? I don't know. Uh, but crime is definitely not going away. Drugs aren't going away. That house and houses like it in Watertown are only getting worse, and it, we're not even into winter. I knew that this would happen after COVID was over. Once the, once the state decided that people could live rent-free, remember, I'm not talking about all people that rent because that's just a horrible generalization to make. But let's face it, there's a lot of people that rent out there for a reason because they can't do anything else. So when you give them two, maybe two plus years to say, ah, hey, you don't have to pay anything, we'll figure it out later once this COVID thing is over, you just opened up a can of worms that you're never, ever, ever gonna be able to capture again. And now we're seeing people evicted. Now we're seeing people just you know, desperate, squatting all over the place. We had a caller here, what, over a month ago, uh, talking about a house and, uh, right next door to his that's literally falling apart and people are living there illegally because there's no other place to go. I've been doing PSAs and events for uh, uh, Joe Stanley's Music for the Mission for years now. And the, the idea of his homelessness, or at least the depiction or description, I should say, of homelessness in Watertown and surrounding areas is a person that goes from couch to couch. They're homeless. They don't have an address. Uh, they, they, most of them don't have a checking account. If they did, they wouldn't have any money in it or they wouldn't be living that way. But that was the definition of a homeless person up until a couple of years ago. 
Now we're literally seeing homeless people living at the Butler Pavilion, and we're seeing them squat in these homes. That's very, very dangerous, by the way. Not only are they doing, doing the drugs, we see uh, pictures on Channel 7 of the hypodermics, of the crack files, and just the dis- disgusting nature of how they're living. Uh, there's no running water, I guess, in a lot of these places, so you could just imagine the stench in these places, too. And ultimately what happens to these places is that they burn down. Someone gets careless. It's cold in December, January, February, and then things really get crazy. So something really needs to be done with this. Say what you want. Oh, do we have a homeless problem? We have a problem. And it's not just Watertown's problem. It's Syracuse, it's Rochester, Auburn, Albany, Plattsburgh, Ogdensburg, we already know is a mess. And thank God for their, uh, their new city manager, and I shouldn't say new anymore, and the mayor, Skelly, there. Uh, they were the walking tall characters from the movie Walking Tall that made a difference up there. And eventually we're going to have to start honing back our expenses because we're going to run out of, out of money for all some serious big city problems. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240. Give me a shout. Uh, by the way, that New York AG files $250 million civil fraud. They say if this fraud, uh, this is a civil, 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 civic, uh, civil trial, not a criminal trial. Excuse me. And if this goes through... Uh, Donald Trump, as the businessman we've known for generations in New York City, will not be able to conduct business in the city that he was born in if this goes through. So that's uh, at least what I heard uh, when, I, when I was listening or watching rather, Fox News earlier today. 755-1240. If you have a question, yesterday someone asked me, I think it was uh, Sandy right here. Sandy uh, asked me a question. Someone texted me. It's Clay Street. Thank you very much. And someone ultimately is going to tell me who the district attorney is. Christy Mills. And I'm sorry, I just had a brain. You know what? Christy Mills has done an outstanding job. And she stated her. She didn't have to go on the news, by the way, in my opinion. She did. Um, but uh, she made her claim. My only question is this. Is that enough? Does she need help? D- d- you know, she's got her own staff. She's got people working for her. But is there an overload in a small little town known as Watertown? Do we need more? Uh, and, uh, are, and is it true? Are police not authorized or, or rather are not making arrests like they would normally do a couple of years ago before all these changes in, in Albany? These are things that Christy Mills has no control over. These are things that the, the police department of, of Watertown have no control over. But at the end of the day, they're screwing cities up, up like ours uh, immensely. And we're seeing it now. We're seeing this. And, and this is still not when I keep on saying that. I'm sorry. But uh, my father said years ago, you find out in the, in the summer who moved in in the winter. Because people move indoors. So if we have a homeless issue, they're going to start squatting in other areas, and that just gets dangerous. And uh, that's when people can, uh, can lose their lives. 755-1240. So what Sandy was asking me, oh, SG has a question. SG has a question for Joe Stanley. Ask Joe, huh, this is funny. He, just, he literally just texted this to me. Ask Joe what M-A-G-A stands for. And then, of course, it's a joke by SG. must be uh, uh, a joke with Glenn on Wednesdays. Make attorneys get attorneys. Does that make any sense? SG, this makes absolutely no sense. It says, making attorneys get attorneys. Ha ha, he says. I'm sorry. I'm like the woman from Jaws. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. Sorry. Are you going to close the beaches or not? No one got that when I put that meme up there the other day about... uh, Martha's Vineyard in the airport. That, that's just me. Uh, anybody out there? Anybody out there? We could do like a, a Pink Floyd song together. Anyone? Let's see if the phones will work. Actually, you know what? The phones might not be working. Hi, you're in the air. 
Hey, Glenn, this is Jason. How you doing? See, when things are, are going really slow like they are today, it, it's <laughs> this is when you get Jason, uh, uh, the, what's your last name again, Jason? A trainer. Tra- trainer. Trainer. I want to talk about I was going to say Trevino from the Yankees. The split that happened at C Council meeting with the Councilman Cliff and the mayor to circus animals that can't get along with each other. Yeah. And also, Patrick Kiki's talking about the drug war. Right. Many yep. years ago, my friend, I talked about the drug war. Actually, uh, former ago. Mayor Butler Jr., I had me and one and told him the concerns of the city that I had at that time. It was a couple of years ago. Then I call up T Challenge to have a meeting with the mayor myself uh, quite a few years ago. And their organization... That deal with adolescents, teenagers, right. drugs, and violence. Okay. Where was Patrick Kiki a few years ago hmm. uh, with this drug mess we got going on now? I don't know. Why don't you ask the man? Ask him. Ask him right now. Hey, 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 uh, Mr. Hickey, Pat, come over here. Uh, hi. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. I, I mean, he has he has a different cadence to his voice, and I don't want to do that. But I don't blame Pat Hickey. He just got into office. He's there for two years. More than likely, he will be reelected next year. What can he do? What can any one individual do in the war on drugs, Jason? Well, Come on now. What what they can do, Glenn, is is have steps. Six. And don't give me that thing with two years, because if if I get elected, and I will work hard. Oh, I'm sorry to insult you, Patrick Hickey. Because we need action. We don't need talk. We need action. Right. So if if my first term, not a song. I can't help change the drug community and help it make it better, then I, I don't need to be there. That's my idea. That's my mind. So, Jason, let me ask. Let me just interrupt this wonderful conversation. Let me ask you. Have you, <coughs> that house behind state office building, have you seen it lately? Um, Not really. All right. Well, I mean, you're such a neighborhood advocate. And you care about this community. I, I want you and or you and Donnie to go over there and interview people over there and ask them what it's like to live in that place and why they're there. Can you do that? Can I put you in yeah, harm's way where you might not return, where you actually might not literally return because that you, you might die of the stench once you walk in that joint? Well, well, Glenn, I've, I've been fighting for a lot of things, Glenn. I've been fighting for removal on the mass. So my policies and my record right. states... Um, what I am. And so basically, I'm a man of talk and action. I'm not a guy that sits on the sidelines. I'm a, I'm a out-of-box thinker. Right. These individuals think inside the box. Right. So when I said right. a couple of years ago, I talked to the mayor, Butler Jr., and I reached out to Team Challenge, the city did not want to invest right. in the drug epidemic we had at that time. So why is Patrick Hickey caring about me? Boy, it's you know Patrick why? Hickey Day. Go figure. Because, because his re-election. Right. But, but and once that happens, right. once after that happens. So, Jason, this is what we're going to do. If you qualify for one of the candidates, and right now, you know, you haven't, but once you get all those petitions put together for next year, who knows? You might actually be uh, debating 
with the great Pat Hickey himself right here on AM 1240. But right now we well, can't I, do that, uh, Jason, because i got to go because i got to do a break, and, and Joe's going to be calling in. But, Jason, but I have I, to go. I will, Glenn, because my record, right, your record. Of what I stand for and what I push for is a proven record. Okay. No one else has fought hard for the buses. Right. No one else I know you have a record, there, but Jason, Jason, I've got to go. All right, I've got to go. Uh, Mary, 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 I, I've got to go. Your father, you is that a stroke? Tell, you don't know what MAGA is? Yeah, I know what MAGA what is. is. This, this is SG. What is this M-A-G-A you speak but of? But I know it. Make America Great Again, but instead you say make... Now, a, it, say, now it stands for making attorneys get attorneys. Uh, oh. Every one of his attorneys ends up having to get an attorney... Because they break uh, the law. Christina it's, Bob's going to be one now. SJ, it's a weak joke. Weak. W-E-A-K. With a capital K. Weak. No, not no, hilarious. It's, it's funny if you, you know. And you put down my idea about the old house and uh, the Beatles, and, and you're like, well, no one's going to watch that. Oh, oh what was the worst idea I've ever, ever heard. Scrapers, scrapers. Oh, what, what, what are you talking about? I, I, I came up with this wonderful idea of a house that, w- uh, that, was, that was depicted in like a, a three-act play where you go back and forth from, you know, this woman that visits her old homestead when she was like 14 years old when the Beatles performed on, the, on this old house on Academy Street. Back in 19, February of 64 when the Beatles came out. And then the play changes. It's the same set. It's the same living room. But it goes from that time frame to today. Like this piece of crap house two blocks away from the state office building. And it depicts what life is in that house today. And it would go back and forth. And then shows family before the Great Society. Everyone's eating there. The father comes home. The mother looks like she's from the Leave it the Beaver show. And then it goes back to 2022. And Jason Train is hanging out. No, just kidding. And people are there just, you know, doing all types of stuff. Shooting. You want to make it like it's the apocalypse, man. Hey, look at the house two blocks behind State Office. You want to see Apocalypse? Go behind the State Office, Bill. I'll show you Apocalypse. Yes, yes, we, we need to. I've never seen that before in this town. Up, but, but water, water it's okay. Everything is fine. Nothing to I, see I here.